Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Sure do. Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. I'm not on. There we go. Fuck. Wait, was I talking the whole? Yeah. Wait. Okay. I thought you, I thought you were just commenting like over the music. But no, I... we weren't on. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Dingus. Hey, Dingus. Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. You're a dingus. Dingus. Jacob's a dingus. 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 <laughs> it's time for another episode of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Believe it or not, across from me, Matt Donnelly. What? And you're going to fuck your brain with Jacob the other guy that knobs and dials. Shut it. Fuck your brain. Shut it. Brain fucking. What brain the, what fucking the fuck right is, here. What the fuck? What the brain fuck? What the fuck? Oh, my boom. brain. Ah, oh, it's um, fucked. Even my slutty brain is over fucked right now. This was too much for my slut brain to handle. <laughs> <Slut brain>. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is technically a bank show. Yes, even though we're recording it very close to when it's airing. It's very mm-hmm. close to it. Very, yeah. So we, we don't have to worry about being untimely with anything. But no. Yeah. But we get to do my favorite thing, which is reach back to very old scoop mails yeah! and read the oldest yeah! scoop mails that we meant to read on the air and never got around to. Christmas comes early for the old Hey Scoops crew. Oh, hello. <laughs> Before we get to scoop mail, I did something fun tonight. Did you? I did. I went and saw a show produced by David Sachs. <laughs> oh, no. And I wanted to tell you about this crazy good deal I got <laughs> seeing this show. <laughs> okay. I managed to get a complimentary ticket yes. to the show for what price? For the low, low price of fifteen dollars. <laughs> fifteen bucks for a free $15 ticket. Fifteen dollars for a free ticket. That's, That's practically amazing. free. How good is that? That's amazing. What oh, was this show? I couldn't afford not to go. Zombie burlesque. Oh, that, uh, that's my homie Enoch, who's yeah, in yeah. that. Uh, Enoch's in it. He's great. I have heard good things about this show. Uh, I would like to get Enoch on our show at some point. He it, it is. Be fun. He is as big a toy fiend as me. Oh, man. Oh, bigger. In that case, veto. I can't wait to get him on. <laughs> he and he's way into He Man because the things that have gone over real well on this show is all of our toy talk. We <laughs> we got to we got to chat uh, in line at the Star Wars toys premiere uh-huh. a couple weeks back mm-hmm. during the Midnight Force Awakens releases at Toys R Us. I'm gonna guess the story is going nowhere. Go ahead. It's going nowhere. He was just sporting his He Man tee, and I was like, Enoch, what's up, dude? And, yeah, because we, we kind of... Breaking news. Paul said hi to his friend at a place. We cross paths <laughs> in old improv sketch circles here in town, so yes. we go back. But, I've uh, gone to numerous auditions with Enoch. He's very talented, very funny guy. He's a good guy. And and one time came down to me and Enoch for the King in Tournament of Kings. Get out of here. Yes. Spoiler alert. They didn't hire me. I guess not. Did they hire him? I don't know. Oh. I don't think he ever did that show. Not that he, I know of. He might have done it for Maybe a for small a amount of time. It was like, sure. what am I doing? And then left. Mm-hmm. The king is not the role to play in that show. No. Yeah. Wizard, or you want to be one of the guys on the horses. A friend of mine was the wizard for quite a while. Yes. That guy held that job for a real long time. In fact, they were casting him. They were casting the king because that guy ended up uh, understanding the king. He was the guy. So okay. It was, it, so it was easier to swing out and find a wizard mm-hmm. than it was to play the king, and he oh, hated that, and he wanted to play the wizard. And so I'm trying to think of that guy's name. I'm talking about 2008 or something. Mm. Okay. This Back is a long, long time. Everything ago. was terrible. 
back when the when we all had to eat dirt for dun for dinner. Din dirt dit it was called Durner. Durner. Are you ready for Durner? Uh, uh I guess I just had Durnest <laughs> and Dlunch. Durnest and Dlunch. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, what's to drink? Yeah. How is Zombie Zombie Burlesque is it's, it's so much fun. Uh, I, I've seen it one one other time, but it's been quite a while. It's revamped, right? It's supposedly. Um, if it has been, it hasn't been revamped since I saw it. Okay, good. So, so I don't uh, think so. Some new they, players they, in the mix, though. There's some new players, and uh, they they might have put in some new uh, video, some new video work. So that's revamped, Jacob. No, that's it the could, definition of 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 a uh, vamp. Of, a, of an increase in vampage. The yes. only way it could be more vamped is if there's an actual vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it's been revamped. It's now called Vampire Burlesque. Vampire Burlesque, <laughs> a.k.a. Bite. <laughs> oh, bring that show oh, back. Oh, it needs to come back. <laughs> Gone too soon, everybody. Oh. Who is going to champion the revitalization of Bite? Matt Donnelly. Oh, yes. There it is. If there's, man, if there's one show I'd love to come back oh. so bad, it's Bite. Well, you, Matt, why don't we fucking write that one Here's when we thing. have some time? Ah, this is going to be... Write I'm, it funny? I'm about to give listeners blue balls. Oh, shit. Someone did approach me about a late night entertainment show that they wanted me to possibly write on. Yeah? Which I said, if it happens in December, no way. Right. My, wife, right. my wife will cut off my legs. My wife. My wife. Uh, my wife will kill me. When I heard the idea, I thought I literally said, you have to make sure you bring my comedy partner, Paul Mattingly, in on this with Please. Me. Please, um, Matt. Let's do this shit. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Because boobs are already funny. Right. We're pretty funny. If we get a show with boobs and us funny, yeah. forget it. Right. We don't have to be in it. We just and, write a funny show. And 80s rock. Yeah. <sighs> 80s rock, boobs, and funny, done. We need to chat more about this at our business meeting. Yeah, the one that we have every year. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, be talking, we'll actually be hanging out plenty and talking We actually now. will see each other quite a bit yeah, coming up. C- come the end of December, we'll be working with each other six nights a week. Uh-huh. So. Oh, I know boy. someone who might be interested in producing that. Do you? I do. I'm not kidding. Dude, I love how much business we get done right on the fucking podcast. Yeah, I know. And we really don't talk until we get on microphones, which well, is funny. Because if we did, we'd have nothing to say. That is right. true. Somewhat. Uh, <laughs> yes. So okay. Exciting. All right. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back burner. Yep. There Back you go. Back burner. But, yeah. but soon. I was going to say when we get off air, but I have to leave mid-episode, so I can't even tell you until right. later. Another time. I'll just text you on the way home. It'll we'll keep. get on it. It'll keep. We're recording very late, and I have to be up early in the morning to do something I really don't want to do tomorrow. Yeah. So... There, more vague bullshit for you to not know what the fuck I'm talking about. This is the Matt Vague Book episode. I know, and I hate that. No one, no one, I've told so many inappropriate things just because I started to on the air, but, but I can't tell the business thing because no, right because we don't know. It's, it some, it yeah. would, it's all good. It, oh, they'd yeah, be that. pissed. They'd be pissed. Yeah, and I can't tell the thing that I have to do tomorrow work because that's it, somebody else's business. Exactly, it doesn't involve me. Yeah, but trust us, scoops. When we know, you'll know. There you go. Yes, when it's feel, all in the clear. I have a feeling this will happen in January, and then once we once it starts happening, I, we can absolutely talk about it on there. You got awesome. me damp with excitement right now. Whoa! Like seriously, the last show I wrote, it's been a long time. Yeah, and it was in a foreign country. Yeah, and it was not playing to my humor. Right, and oh, I cannot yeah. wait. And the other one that we, you and I were hired to work on, we were going, which we oh, can talk was about. All wiener games, hardcore, was crazy someone porn. <laughs> somebody wanted. To do comedy version of porn. We have talked about this on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it was supposed to be called like the Pornatorium. Mm-hmm. And you and I polished some fucking turds in that show. Did we ever? Yeah. We had some good stuff. Yeah. There's stuff great, that I wanted, but no, but there was stuff, stuff I wanted to pull for a show. Yes, we had some bits that we were like, hey, maybe Matt and I could make this into a thing. There is a bit that we actually could do on this show. 
The review guys. Yes. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> the bit, our favorite bit to do in this show, which is funny because I remember we brought in Casey Wilson for she was originally in in the mix when they were, we were going to launch it to be a co-host. That's how we met Casey. I don't think did I did I meet her during that time? Yes. I don't. I didn't even remember that was her. I know. She knows. She that remembered remember. that I. She remembers that you don't remember that she worked with you. That's hilarious. It was. I'm hilarious. so terrible. I know. Hi Casey. Hi Casey. Uh, still one of my all-time fave episodes of this show. By far. She's yeah, yeah. so fucking funny. Yes. There are two of them, and they're both great. Yes. Oh, my God. Casey, Casey Wilson. Casey, please. Go back and listen to those. Please come back on. Casey, your light is still green. We gave. We said you could just come by whenever Anytime. you wanted. Anytime. by twice, and we were Anytime. like, you can always come by. Anytime. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, she read the scripts ahead of time and was like, what am I getting into? <laughs> and then when she and heard- the door. No, no, and then when she heard you and I do, it was called Bucket of Popcorn- Yep, and it was two retired porn stars. We were old, has been washed up porn guys. Been there, done that. And then what we do is we we would read the top five uh, movies that were uh, we would and we would immediately turn them into porns and review them, which mm-hmm. we could probably just do right now. Except right. That, except that this is a bank episode, but we'll do this Let's weekend. Do, this works. Let's do it. Pull All right, the, sure. Pull up the top five. Jacob, films. pull up the thing, and we'll do bucket right, of popcorn. Go, here it comes. Bucket of popcorn. Wait, so what am I pulling up now? The top five grossing top five films, grossing of, films of, of right now. Of the, of the weekend. Okay. This weekend. Hello. Welcome to Bucket of Popcorn, where we tell you all about the porn versions. I'm retired porn star Randy Beavers. And I am Slappy Balls. <laughs> Slappy Balls. What was my name? I don't remember now. Slappy Balls it is. We both had, we had different porn names. Yep. All right. But we are going to review uh, the top uh, five uh, grossing porn movies of uh, of this weekend. These yeah. are the ones that made the big bucks. These are the ones that are rolling in the bank. These are the ones that had the most baby batter strewn across the seats of porn theaters around the globe. That's right. What's that first one there, associate? Uh, the first one is The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. Right, of course. What, well, what he means to say is The Funker Games Cockingjay Part 2. <laughs> So the Funker Games Cocking Jay Part Two, yeah, in which of course Cocking Jay, yeah. the star yeah. of the the Funker Games, I remember, he has to of course rise to the challenge once more and get the funk out to yeah. the people. And this is where they select two, uh, they respect random people mm-hmm. to fuck their way out of the woods, and whoever does that section of the woods can eat, right, and. We all know Cocking Jay's great power. His penis is equipped with a basically like a buzzsaw kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. He just mows down trees. He's like a deforestation machine. Yeah. He comes upon our heroine. Yeah. Who is uh, in peril. Yeah. She is. Uh, she has a strap-on cock, which she could pull off and launch like an arrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she shoots him right in the chest. Thinking him an enemy at first. Oh. But then, of course, Cocky J reveals that he wants to help her overthrow these Funker games. I was very touched by this. I have to say. Very uh, few porns make me weep. I had penis tears for days. <laughs> All right. What's our next film? Uh, the next film is Creed. Of course, what he meant to say was cream. <laughs> Good. I was going to go with Bleed. I'm glad you went with Cream. <laughs> oh, me too. Bleed. Bleed. Bleed wouldn't make a fucking penny. But Correct. You're, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Bleed would make money. But, but no, Cream. Cream, of course. Cream uh, please good. tell us the story of Cream. 
Well, cream is a story of uh, it traces back the roots of Apollo Cream's illegitimate son, right? But it goes way back in history. Anyone can go back and watch the life of that guy. This goes past to when he was just a sperm competing with other sperms to get to the egg to reproduce the illegitimate child that would become <laughs> Apollo Cream's illegitimate son. This is essentially a sequel to Cocky, which uh, <laughs> everyone remembers. My favorite in the series, Cocky yeah. 4, Cocky well, Goes in to my Russia. Mind, in my mind, there's no other Cocky right, after that. Right. Right, There's right, only right. cocky one through four. I don't count any of the cockies as real cocky. And movies. I don't care what anybody says. You're absolutely right. When he went to Japan yeah. and became a ghost and did boo cocky, yeah. I was not right. into it. No, no, I was no. not into that, into that one at all. <laughs> who wants to Who wants to watch a cocky movie where the guy playing your son has actual AIDS? No, no, thank you. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. No, thank you. So I was really just sick and tired of. Uh, they and beat- then the cocky after that, where it's a video game about a cocky, where they make real. Cockies do stuff the video game was doing. Let's be honest, they beat Cocky to death. <laughs> Anyways, go see Cream. Two thumbs it, up my butt. Two fists <laughs> up anyone's butt. Hey yo. What was that third film there, associate? Third film is Krampus. Which is Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> it's about a vengeful PMS lady yeah. who decides that her time of the month is important. Right, and then there's, there is a mass transportation sent around these old villages to take up anyone experiencing PMS. So it's the cramp bus, and the cramp bus, the cramp bus. takes up all these people. Yeah. And then it's, it's a, about it's a secret plan. Yeah, and uh, they they built a launching tube to take these buses off the edge of a big plane and throw them in the river, which is right. the Rampus. Yeah, so they take the cramp bus full up of Krampus the, up the Rampus. Up the Rampus. <laughs> And I bet you're saying, how has this become a porn? Easy. Really? At the end of this river is a Red Wing Indian tribe. The The only tribe that would go down on these ladies despite the fact of their current period predicament. Noble, noble tribe, of course, wiped from history. Yes. With a sanitary napkin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we here are just going to preserve their heritage. And remember remember the honor of the Red Wings. Oh, we're out of time here on the Bucket of Popcorn, but we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks so much. And uh, I'm Randy Beavers. I'm Slappy Balls. Slappy Balls. I'm so glad you remember my name. (laughs) We'll see you at the Poonies. So see, it has gold. It has, it's gold. Love it's it. gold. And it's the problem is, if we were doing it live yeah. every day, it wouldn't change enough day to day. Yeah. The fun is in like every month or so when everything changes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. That's a, good that's, one. A, that's a real surprise hit. That's making crazy loot. Yeah. Now, what is that one? I actually that's, don't know what this real movie is. That is uh, the the Krampus legend that they've done in a lot of uh, animated sitcoms. Like American Dad did a whole two-parter on this. Uh-huh. It's the old legend of the kind of anti-Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, it's a Norse legend. Okay. Um, and uh, he basically punishes bad children. It's not uh, only do you not get shit, it's you're going to get kidnapped by the fucking Krampus. Oh. A boy who has a bad Christmas ends up accidentally summoning a Christmas demon to his family home. Whoa. He's a Christmas demon. Christmas semen. It's uh, a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> People are liking it. There's there's a really, this just made me think of that really great uh, David Sedaris 
piece about Santa Claus. He has a bunch of good pieces about him working as a Santa Claus and the story of Santa Claus and his uh, black associates. Yeah. It's the craziest shit. David Sedaris got some funny stuff. I love David Sedaris. Yeah. Um, Look up that David Sedaris story. I do want to see Creed too. But I, yeah. I, um, yeah, Creed should actually be pretty good. It's a, oh, no, I, it, and honestly, it's a great idea for the Rocky yes, I'll extension. Tell you, I didn't hate uh, Rocky Balboa. Balboa. I oh, didn't no. video game hate one? the movie. Yeah. No, the that's only, the one that's about a video game, right? It starts with a video game? Mm, well, yeah, it starts with one. The, it? the impetus for the story is they do a video game simulation of Rocky Balboa fighting the current champion. Oh, right, right, right. Long and they show the time. I actually... that, Paul, I literally thought that's the only reason why you watched it. No, I watched it because I I've seen all, I think I've seen all the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Rocky 4 was fun. If you haven't, you can Best get the Rocky, fuck your out. favorite Rocky. 4 stands out for me. As Rocky I love that three. fucking robot. Oh, I was about to say it. Rocky 3. Happy birthday, Polly. Mr. T. Mr. T yeah, and Mr. fucking T Hulk, and Hulk Hogan. Hogan is pretty yes. good, too. It's, I mean, yeah, it's up there. And then you find out behind the scenes that Hulk Hogan got in trouble for doing that movie in the wrestling community because yeah. like, the K-Fab was so strict back then. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did. He got away with a lot of shit. Yeah. Chickens come home to roost. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He is paying for his crimes. Now? Yes. What do you mean? Taking long- oh, he is. You don't know? They no. fired him for being for like having a recording of him using the n-word he a lot. dropped the m-bomb a time, oh, but, oh, oh but, that's different but there's other th- he's done a lot i mean he, there's a lot of i mean his pathetic sex tape is there's a lot of shoot videos out there oh, where hilarious. people talk a bunch of smack about hogan yeah i mean he it, he's an interesting character sure yeah i'm sure he is yep the man, guys that guy's lived a hard life he's lived man yeah there are a few movies out. You know what the se- you know what the secret was for his longevity? Not that you. No, there's. No, I want to. I want to back up for a second. Okay. I was more talking about the 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 poor sex tape and and the uh, other stuff. There's no amount of hard life you're allowed to live where you can use the n word. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I just want to make sure. I, I want to make sure I did not not off condone him. But being racist. Had, I didn't take it that way. He's had a tough deck dealt of late. Yeah. His son in that terrible car wreck. Yeah. His daughter became a slut. His wife married his son's friend. Ooh. Didn't know about that one. Oh, dudes, let me tell you about some Hogan. Who would voice is that? Is that Paul Lynn? I'm, no, no, babe. <laughs> it's a little Sammy. Oh, Sammy Davis? Yeah, babe. Did he marry someone's I never sister? did. I never did. No, no. Frank wouldn't have that, babe. I'm not marrying anybody. Sammy, tell us about Hogan. Where is this All right, going? So Sammy, Hogan. You're talking about Hulk Hogan? Hogan. So Hogan, babe, you know what Hogan I'm leave was eight famous minutes. for? I wish I had to leave right now. The <laughs> only guy who ever could slam the giant, Andre, boom, in WrestleMania 3, pow, put him on his back. Daddy, it was a move. Uh, I'll tell you what. The match is awesome. My, uh, my Sammy Davis turns into Mae West. Uh, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Listen, I don't care if Hulk Hogan's trash in real life. And a little bit of Earth. Yeah, it's all good. I don't Whatever. care. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to defend his legacy. No. Those that time in WWE is the the it's phenomenal it stuff. Awesome time to watch. It's phenomenal WWE. stuff. I'm still watching it now yeah. on DVD. It's, it was it's, all great. It's crazy. And I'll say it again: if you have the slightest interest in these days of yore, please do yourself a favor and look up OSW Review. Some of the funniest commentary on classic wrestling pay-per-views that you'll ever see passionate hilarious guys out of ireland they are a riot 
OSW review. They got some really funny movie reviews on their site too. It's really I don't good. care. I want to get an old scoop mail. I know. Fine. <laughs> Krampus is coming for you. I'd be better. <laughs> Anything so I have to do go to work tomorrow. Message for you, son. <laughs> right, please kidnap me, Krampus. Please kidnap me. I don't want to do after tomorrow. Uh, this one comes to us from the very recent date of January seventh, two thousand fifteen. <laughs> Paul, Matt, and sound guy extraordinaire who probably deserves equal credit but never will since there is no justice in the world. My impending attack on your city is nearing. I will be in town from Wednesday, February 4th <laughs> through Sunday, February 11th. We met this person. For I the so. Steamathon Steampunk Convention. However, I will be there for the bucket show. I assume he's talking about February of 2016. No. Let's, no. This is No, I know he's no. not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I bet we met him. Sure. Yeah, I hope we did. Unless that was one of those last-minute cancellations. Wait, there's, had a lot of guy. there's the guy that gave us a bunch. He gave us thumb drives of, of a steampunk magazine. Was that him? Right. That's exactly oh, who it there was. You go. We met him. There are some really beautiful pictures in that. There are some articles of which I read zero words. <laughs> some good shots in this. That was. That made me like steampunk a lot more. <laughs> I love it. That thumb got drive. converted. Oh. Mm-hmm. I do have a warning, however. Oh, I usually I just, listen to the podcast. I start putting random coils all over all the stuff I have at home. <laughs> I usually listen to the podcast at 1.4 times speed. No, you don't sound like chipmunks, but that would be awesome, only if you always sounded like Dave. You are extremely fast, witty, and extremely funny at that pace. I have lower We're funny at the other pace, too, <laughs> motherfucker. No, he's right. We, we should we should only send audition stuff at one and a quarter speed. Oh, that is pretty funny. So that everything, like, oh, these guys are really on their They're toes. They're fucking fast. Those limericks. They're amazing. I have lowered my expectations for an in-person meet by nearly 40%. <laughs> Since I will see you live in return, I will probably laugh 40% less as well. <laughs> oh, I, wonder, I don't know if this percentage is matched up. <laughs> Gifts and monetary compensation will be provided at the time of the event. Looking right. forward to meeting you guys or just being disappointed, crying, and pissing in my seat. <laughs> good day. I said oh, good day. Now I remember him. The guy who was disappointed, crying, and pissing in his seat. Can't, I do remember that guy. Forget? How can you forget? That chair. No one sits in that chair anymore. No, that's the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Locked that one off. Never could play in it. P chair. Here's one from January 8th. All right, here we go. Man, cruising. We, we, are, we are halfway through the year. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> We, we almost we almost got lapped if we didn't tackle these <laughs> these scoop mails. Now we would have gotten lapped. It's getting close to January. We're gonna yes. get we're gonna fucking we're get lapped. lapped. <laughs> we're getting That's lapped happening. hard. Unless we do another scoop cruise no, like next week, we're getting lapped. No, we are lapped. No, we can't on Paul's understudy. And I know. I'm. Oh. Uh, we should start adding just one scoop, one vintage scoop mail to every episode. Not a bad idea. We would still get lapped. We would That's still true. Get we still but get still, lapped. not a bad idea. I mean, uh, fine, great. We can do that, but we'll still get lapped. Uh, hello, Jack the Audio Guy and the Two Clowns. As a local scoop, I've been meaning to write you gents for a while now. I learned of the podcast through PSS, and even through P- and even though PSS is still number one, I truly enjoy your show, so thank you. I was listening to one of the podcasts about people out of town spending their 21st birthdays here. I truly disagree with this. Uh, guys, they, he, he truly disagrees with us about that point that we made. That day. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, in January of last year, we talked about... Yeah. Okay. Uh, even though I would gladly accept the drunk people's money, I cannot tell you how many times I see first-timers passed out somewhere in a garbage can. Okay. 
My suggestion is just do your 21st birthday at home and save some money, then we'll gladly take care of you here in Vegas. I'm a, manor, I'm a manager at a larger nightclub here in town, and it annoys the piss out of me every time a group of dudes come to the front and ask if they can get free entry because it is their friend's 21st birthday. Well, that uh, I can understand. That we, I get. I'm on board with you have, there. We have since talked about that and, and said something to that effect of like, don't come here expecting everything free. We ha- we ha- I remember us talking about that. Like, everybody has their 21st birthday here. Yeah. yeah. It's not a special event. No. It's not going to get you comps. Not only no. is it not it a might, special event, we've already seen 20 of them today. Right. It might get you a drink. Not you, even uh, not 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 at a casino. No, 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 no. Like a local joint. If you got like a group of fifteen coming into the strip club, maybe birthday. If boy you went gets off one the strip to some to one of the dive bars maybe. off the strip, yeah, maybe, yeah, they would maybe treat you well because that. Be well, nice we talked about blue, that. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we talked about that. Well, and going oh, into, oh, we we covered that. Ground. Oh, we covered that. <laughs> and going into a nightclub with a group of dudes, I don't care whose birthday. It doesn't it is, matter. Yeah, you're not getting treated no. any better than a pile of shit. No. Uh, obviously, I just laugh at this and then inform them that everyone comes to Vegas for their 21st birthday. Then I guide them to the back of the fucking line. I've already been to the bucket show, though one time Matt wasn't there, and I look forward to seeing Paul at Town Square. I'm I- sorry! <laughs> I was going to suggest doing some more local stuff. However, I'm not sure how your listenership is in this crazy town. And I'm not at the bucket show. I've- this is bad. I got two subs. I- I've made this big deal about making our, our shows holiday shows. And here's the Christmas gift I've given to everyone who fans of the Bucket Show. I've skipped the first two Wednesdays of of the show because yeah, of what's fucking going down. You weren't there last the week shades. either. I know. Uh, friend of the show, Tommy Todd. Yeah. Stepping up to the plate like a champ again. He's done it twice In now. Tommy's defense, he is funnier than I am. <laughs> He's funny. I like having Tommy. And draws more people on Periscope. And Tommy, if you're listening, well, edit. We got our first heckler on Periscope last week. When That's right. Tommy but that was show. two weeks ago. I banned that fucker. No, that was when Tommy was here. Nope, that was two weeks ago when was Tommy it? was there. Because Tommy was also there last week. Paul, this is a bank. Oh, See what I'm doing? The, we're in the future. I'm sorry. Yes. Yep, there you go. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> My chronometer is off. But he's banned. Banned, oh, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, he was just bad news. Yeah, yeah That guy bad. was bad news bears. Nobody he's liked bad. that dude. No. Good job. You ready for a jump forward in time, people? Yup. January 14th, <laughs> what? 2015. Man, like in days went teens. by. Days went by. Days. We're, like, we're never getting lapped again. Nope. <laughs> Champions. Champions. Uh, hey, guys. How y'all doing? Much love to all of you. Okay, let's talk about swinging. The first time I ever got to see my wife with another guy, I was so excited I came after three strokes. I thought he meant like at a playground, like swinging on a on a swing set. Yeah, I thought he was talking about golfing with the stroke thing. I um, thought he was masturbating on a playground, <laughs> or maybe he stroked on some golf out. clubs. <laughs> he saw his wife get on a swing and he masturbated at a park in three strokes. It was embarrassing, but it was hot seeing this uh, this poor guy trying not to come too quickly with my wife, making it as hard as possible for him. Uh, what what is happening with this language here? I don't know. It also it jumped right into it. It didn't it didn't really do any kind of setup. Yeah, uh, making it, it as hard like, as possible. For oh him man, I came so hard when this guy fucked my wife. Yeah, this is how the story started. Slow down. Put it. Put an interesting uniform on her. Yeah, yeah. Slow down. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> all right, now look at me. Look at me. Look at me. All right, don't look at me again. Paul, I, with all of our swinging emails that we've gotten, yes, are you more into it or less into it? Um, bring it. 
<laughs> the stories, or you want to bring it into your life? All of it. More <laughs> stories, more swinging. I, you would not. Of, I don't think so. Well, here's the I thing. Don't, I don't think you would like watching some guy with Ann. No, I think Ann would like watching me with some guy. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> I think, enough. I think okay. That, I think that's the way that cookie would crumble. That's and, interesting. And if it, if it came to the rubber meets the road, I think that's probably what would happen what would, if anything ever what did. What would she say if you were if you were there with some, if, with some guy? This is, this is the ultimate straight test on this. Do you know this? Oh, yeah. If it would really turn on your wife, yeah, for you to hook up with a guy, would you do it? Uh, yeah, Just because yeah. you know, I it, ha- or or, or, or I mean, you like, got her rip roaring, knowing that she would throw the bang of a lifetime on you afterward, <laughs> or even or even more than that. Let's say uh, it would turn her and several of her friends on, and they would all throw the bang of a lifetime on you after it. Well, this is Jacob going for some real poker Jacob, negotiation. Yeah, Jacob's, right here. Jacob's throwing in a whole other bag think, of stuff here. I don't think my wife has like a bevy of girls waiting for do not do action and turn them on to heck up no, with the, her husband. There's oh. no, there's no. Oh, I know your wife's friends, and she has those friends. No, there's no poon. In that case, I'm going to hook up with anybody. I will. I'll point, point, <laughs> point at a dude. She's, she's not got some reservoir of poon that she's going to open only after I get with a dude. It's not like all of a sudden I'm with a dude and it's like, reservoir open the poon. reservoir of poon. Let Paul sup from the reservoir of Poon. He has completed the mission. Now let the pussy flow. I'm going to need this week's episode sticker to be the the reservoir of Poon. The reservoir of Poon. The reservoir of Poon. Here's the thing. I want to see the picture of the the reservoir of Poon. I have to write it down except I know this is a bank episode. I'm so unorganized right now that I don't know if I can remember that this episode is the one that's supposed to be the reservoir of Poon. (laughs) Um, we'll will, do our best. I'll, I'll label this episode. Yeah. Okay. I'll label it when I send it in. Okay, good. Because that's absolutely an episode title. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's interesting. I, I'll, I hesitate to go as as honest as I'm going to go. Okay. I would have a hard time with it. Giggity. Only because like if you go on like Kinsey scale. Yeah. I don't think I'm 100% hetero. Do you know what I'm saying? No one is. Right. If they're honest. Yes. Oh, I'm certainly not. That's what I'm saying. So, like, there you yeah. go. I, I would care about it less now than in my 20s. I can tell you that much Isn't right that now. Isn't that funny? Yes. Yeah. I was I was having a conversation. This was uh, this is a, a while ago, but it was uh, with S. Uh, S. J. was was in on the conversation, and one of our friends <laughs> real, who, real, who is uh, real quick, guys. Yep. Uh, we're gonna turn into lemon party if we're not careful. What's lemon party? I don't know what that is. Oh no, you guys don't know. No. Please look up lemon party. Jacob. No. Wait. Just search I, out I'm the a image. Scared. Lemon party image. All right, Jacob is. You, Jacob, lemon you don't party. know. No. Oh boy. What is lemon party? What is lemon party? Yes. What is lemon party? <laughs> that's it. What Down is Down there, the second. That's it. This no, one. Up. Up. Over this one. Oh, this that's one. it. It's been mo- that's been modified, but that's it. That's got that's got him clothed. I was just three dudes like going at it. Three oh. old dudes going at it. Yeah, three old dudes. Oh yeah, yeah. We that's where we're heading. The lemon party. Yeah, yeah. That's what's happening. I get it now. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't get why it's a lemon party. Uh, it's just called lemon party. It was used to. It was like a Rick Roll kind of thing. People be yeah, like, yeah. hey, look at this lemon party thing. Oh, okay. My buddy Joe, <laughs> he was like, hey. Uh, if you if you care to see some uh, abandoned sketch ideas from uh, the recent SNL writers room, here's a link. 
and he sent me to fucking lemon party. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he really got me. That's was, a good one. It was a good one. That's I was like, oh, that one. sounds cool because I'm a big comedy nerd. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, he, I was like, oh, I would get roped into that two seconds. Yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I got fucking I lemon party. I rarely ever fell for a Rickroll thing, but the. I got the, lemon yeah. party hard. Lemon party, I would fall for well, a lot of Well, he those. was working on the show at the time. Sure. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this could be really legit. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's dudes with wieners in their mouths. Um, <laughs> Old dudes. But if it would really turn on my way for me to hook up with a dude, I would do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now that my wife has heard this episode, yeah. when she hears this episode, she's going to be like, Paul. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah, you're the most danger. My wife does not listen, so we're good. Yeah. But yeah, my wife and I, we were, we were walking along talking to this woman that we both know that we're both really good friends with. And she was like, "Yeah, this guy that I was that I was kind of like seeing or whatever. He he was telling me how he used to let guys go down on him." And I was like, "Well, that then you're gay." And I just kind of I kind of just just jumped in. I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine with that." Yeah. She's like, "What do you mean? Like, I'm fine with guys like that. Uh, I don't care who's going down on me." I. Abs- I w- I'm, I'm not worried about that. She's like, wait, no. Are we no, of not, the opinion here? You're yeah. not serious about that. And my and SJ jumped in. And she was like. You don't know Jacob that well. He's absolutely okay with. Are guys we of the opinion here that it is likely, though I personally have no experience in this department, that we're going to hook up in like five minutes? Of yes. course. Uh, it is likely. I gotta go. That <laughs> a dude could probably lay down a smoother BJ in general, just like a woman knows a, a woman's body, a man might oh, know sure. a man's body. I I don't I know. If that's we've a talked hard about, fast we've rule. about this. We've talked about yeah. this on the podcast, in which like I talked about a girl who didn't want to go with a guy who was a known bisexual because she was positive that gay guys were yes. better at blowjobs than girls. Interesting. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. On board. Absolutely. And then there was that weird game show in some other country where they had like guys get blowjobs and decide was it from a guy or a girl. Yeah, what? Well, they, they, they had a, they, they put a guy in a box. And they're like, they know that the guy's in a box, but they just say like, I'm not going to, I'm a straight guy. I'm not going to come. And then all of a sudden the guy puts his dick in a box and then he's like, oh no. And the audience goes crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a game show. How do I become a contestant on this show? Hold on, Jacob. I don't. I'm trying to think of what you'd enter on the internet to find. It, I, I don't even know. Uh, yeah. So, are you gay? So it's game I'm not, show. So it's there's a man in this box. Yeah. No. But they don't see the man. They know it's a man. They know it's a man in there. But they don't see it. No. Uh, that helps. I bet. Sure. That's interesting. And then they say, "Put your business in there." Right. First of all, they better be paying righteous cash. To put your junk in a box hole. The guys just do it for more Twitter followers. No, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. You have, you have to buy me lunch. You need a special kind of Twitter follower. You out have of that. to buy me lunch, and I'll put my dick in a box. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, on the Kinsey scale, right? The guy who would go on that show and put his junk on the line probably isn't a hundred percent. You know what I mean? I would imagine not. Not gay. Cowboy edition. The show created in order to demythify some. Commonly held I didn't think it took place in an English-speaking country. Let's get our contestants. Is this right, this gotta be, that's got to be like a spoof thing, then. Yeah, that's a spoofy one. Yeah, it's a, they're doing it all cowboys. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. That's like a sketch comedy show. That's no, a no, jokey no. one, yeah. This is a real thing. Interesting. Okay, yeah, that's not it, then. Yeah. I'll find it. Okay. 
You've um, got it bookmarked. I'm sure. <laughs> I'll just, I don't know how to transfer my bookmarks to the You just don't have your computer Facebook with you right now. I'll find it. I'll do some scouring. I'll find it. By, by that he means I'll pull it up in my bookmark I'll find and then it, copy and paste the address. I'll find it by bringing it up on any device you hand me right now. <laughs> Hold on. Are you guys cool with just seeing the wallpaper? <laughs> Can you get the idea just from my screensaver here on my phone? Because this is it. <laughs> See, these boxes are full of dudes. Well, I'll just play the audio. You guys call me. It's my ring. It's my ring. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Audience goes crazy. Oh, no! Oh, no! All right, where are we in the scoop now? Oh, no! Are you going to answer that? Oh, no! Oh, no! Audience goes crazy. <laughs> I eventually redeemed myself with the poor woman who was my unfortunate partner that day. I've had the the uh, I've had other nights where I am unfortunately pushing rope, and my wife is being pleasured all night <laughs> by other fucking, people. That fucking saying. Pushing I love that. Rope is the best. It's embarrassing, but because she is it's an amazing than, person, it's, it's better than beard. Yeah, which was my favorite term. Because she's an amazing person, she makes it worthwhile when I'm at home with her. As for guy and guy action, it's pretty rare, and it's always talked about by everyone or everybody well and truly before that type of surprise. Uh, so that type of surprise does not go down well at all. Swing relationships work, but both people in the relationship have to be honest all the time and have rules and live by them. I have been a swinger for 20 years, married twice, uh, still married to the second for nearly 10 years. First marriage didn't end because of swinging. My wife and I play on our own together. It's pretty easy. We just always ask first because going out, uh, or sorry, we ask first before going out playing. Uh, hey guys, the vagina is a muscle, so big cocks don't ruin them. Cheers, and that's Fats, the sex therapist. Fats always writes with the swinger story. She's like a resident swinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love Fats. And uh, is he really trying to call us on our comedic vagina punishing jokes? Because I mean, yeah, we know that. But but if you watch, if you ever see a bucket show, yeah, I'd say two out of ten sketches go to a destroyed uh, sexual organ, <laughs> and oftentimes a wiener. Yeah, but yeah, two yeah. out of ten go to someone is getting terrible Solid things 20%. with their wiener. Yeah, so it's just where we go. Yeah, because we're children. It's That's stupid. what I try to explain. We're like, we are explicit podcast, but we are not aggro in any way. No. Like we're very. I have a much huge action figure like collection. Childhood, my baby. Like getting big, sent to the principal's office for making dumb, big, dumb sex dumb jokes. Baby. Yeah. Big dumb baby. All right, next. So Matt, you've got you have to leave pretty soon, right? I do. Uh, before you leave, you want to do a quick Jock versus Nerd? Yeah, do I have to do any limericks or some shit? Oh, yeah, we need to do limericks, too. You want Which one do you want? Which, which do you want to do first? Let's do limericks. Fantastic. I will shuffle my papers. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. And we have one from the not-so-famous Paul. We want a limerick about the International House of Pancakes. That's right. I love IHOP. Okay. IHOP, IHOP limerick. IHOP limerick. There's syrup. That shit is like crack. It's always bringing me back. Poured some down my pants and did a sweet dance because I had a maple ball sack. Hey! <laughs> nice. Good one. Bravo. Next. From Jordan Smith, Limerick uh, about the uh, Batman and Catwoman dedicated to the Dark Knight himself. 
Batman and Catwoman. How about we call a little audible and how about we do a limerick by Batman about Catwoman? All right. Oh. Um, you know me. I am the Dark Knight. Alone in the city, I fight. This cat causes pain. I think Selena's insane. This is a pussy with bite. <laughs> Love it. I'm going to go with uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I fight in the shadows and shades. These criminals think they got it maids. But I fight all the crime. I do it all the time. And yet I fucked you and got feline AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunate for the Batman. <laughs> it's a rough day for the bat. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Uh, one from Jeff Harris. <laughs> My right. request would be a Martha's agent pondering the meaning of life. This is a haiku or a limerick? Either. All right. <laughs> haiku. So haiku. Haiku it Can is. Can we have that uh, flavor, please? Yep. Yeah. hoo <laughs> hoo I see a Matara in air. Is a giant mot? Yes. <laughs> How big will be the light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> That kind of fell apart. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> but you get what I was going for. I just want to hear you. Yeah. Like a giant light bulb for Mothra. Yeah, the moth goes towards oh, the no, light. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Daryl T. wants uh, topic Star Wars dedication myself. In Limerick or Haiku? Doesn't say. All right. Haiku it is. Haiku coming up. Haiku. Star Wars Haiku. Force is strong here. A direct hit on the star. Who built this dumb thing? Good. Makes me want to retire to my sand garden. There you go. All right. Is that what you call it now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. This is very early for Jock for Good. Is, uh, Are you sure to go back to listener mail after I leave? Uh, yeah. That next battle in the war of Jocks versus the Nerds. That's an old one. Going old. Hey, old Jacob, school. do you have um, uh, frozen Chinese food in your fridge, in your freezer? Maybe. Okay. The ice has this wonderful frozen Chinese food vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get some trapped odors in there? There is no telling. I mean, it's fine. I shouldn't look a gift cup of water in the mouth, but... 
<laughs> I shouldn't. I did. I shouldn't let the chilled ramen water in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we got? We got one from Straw Hat Scoop. Hey, Straw Hat. Dear Matt, Paul, and Jacob. Hey, guys. I know you guys like the Jock versus Nerd list format, so I racked my brains to make one for you. Badass. So here it is. Jock list for Paul. I was really hoping that he was going to say, so I racked my brains for you, and I couldn't come up with one, so here's just a regular question. <laughs> I was hoping. Uh, in the gentleman's sport of pool, some of the best players have earned some cool nicknames. Oh, nice. I have compiled a list of nine master pool players, seven of which are real and have really cool nicknames, and two are completely made up. Oh, Name the fake. All I can think whenever I hear this shit is the Bob and David the Mr. Show sketch with yeah. Bob Odenkirk as the pool guy who teaches all kinds of shit through pool. Yeah. Watch that fucking sketch. It's gold. All right, go ahead. Uh, Ronnie Fast Eddie Allen. Yeah. Johnny the Scorpion Archer. Uh-huh. Mike Captain Hook Sigel. Yeah. Richie the Angler Baseman. Uh-huh. Chester Speedy Clifton. How, how many of these are fake? Two. Two. Okay, keep going. Luther Wimpy Lassiter. Mm-hmm. Willie Mr. Pocket Billiards Moscone. Mm-hmm. Buddy the Rifleman Hale mm-hmm. or Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earl the Pearl Strickland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wimpy and uh, the Hook. The Hook? Captain Hook. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Scorpion and who's number two? Uh, number two was number two was Scorpion. Oh shit! What was number five? Uh, number five was Speedy. No, no, it was number four. Number four was the Angler. Yeah, I'm gonna go with number four and number two. Oh, Paul missed both of them. Matt got really close to getting both of them though. Oh, it's two and five? No, it's four and five. Oh. The Angler and Speedy are completely made up. Oh, okay. All the rest of them are crazy. Yeah, all, and, and real. Yeah, I see. Crazy real. Now I get it. What was it. the last name? Uh, the last one was Earl the Pearl Strickland. I knew that was real. That's got to be real. Yeah, yeah. If your name is Earl, you're getting the nickname the Pearl. Real, right. Real quick side story. Yeah. My father, way Professional back. Professional pool player. Way back when we were still in Lebanon. Uh, he was for Jesus. He was a grocery store manager for a long time. Okay, and he had a head of, and he left it because he was at a Christian cashier. His head butcher mm-hmm. went by the moniker Earl the Pearl. Oh, and Earl the huh. Pearl always had crazy stories. Okay, because Earl the Pearl liked to drink. Earl the Pearl went out on the river and had his boat going. Full blast, and drove over a dam. Damn! Drove yes. over a dam. Drove over a dam. Now this was not one of your larger dams. It wasn't Hoover but still, Dam, but it was still a fucking dam. Tore the boat to drove shit. Drove over Hoover Dam. That's lived, why he died. Lived, lived. You know, it was probably sure. fifteen foot drop. Yeah, yeah. But tore the shit out of the boat, ripped it right. in half, basically. And the dam can't be in good shape. But I never right. forgot. Earl the Pearl. Earl the Pearl drove over a dam. Got a little got a little drunk and drove over over a dam. If dam. we didn't if we didn't already have a reservoir of poon coming on this show, I would want an image of Earl the Pearl driving he, over Earl a dam. Earl the Pearl might have landed in the reservoir of poon. 
Oh, no. Could have. No. That sounds like a folk song I've ever heard one. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. All right, give me a question. quite a character. Nerd list for Matt. In Nickelodeon's masterpiece cartoon, Avatar The Last Airbender. Also, one of the best movies ever made. No. To the M. second Night, part. M. Night Shyamalan, just fantastic movie. So sad. Fantastic film. Because it is a... Get your kids on Avatar. Just okay. A, they just will a fucking love Avatar. Okay. Have them watch that M. Night Shyamalan movie over and over and over again. They look, will love look, it. Look, butt sauce. <laughs> Avatar's great. What? That you can get I think you can get the whole collection now for like twenty bucks. It's insane. For Avatar? Yeah. There's a whole collection besides There's the movie? Three three There's, it it has nothing to do with the movie Avatar. It really doesn't. There are three animated series. It's based on the animated series, but that movie was garbage. But that animated no, no, no. series hold on, hold on. Paul, you're talking about something different. Matt is talking about the Avatar movie with the blue guy, with the blue people. Yes. Oh. That is a completely talking different about thing. Avatar the Last Airbender. Avatar the Last Airbender I, M. Night Shyamalan made a movie called The Last Airbender that Which was terrible. A, a terrible movie. Yes. I've never seen the cartoon, but, but I know there was a cartoon that that, that a whole thing really was based on. Really great cartoon. All right, so I'm going to get my kids over to Japan. Correct. It, this Ship is an, a, this is a western show. It was made by western guys who were influenced by anime. Okay. But it's really good. So, animated Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. So, the characters have some pretty bizarre names. Like the jock list, there are nine characters with a little something written about each of them. Seven of them are real. Two of them are completely made up. Okay. Once again, find the fakes. And yes, I spelled everything correctly. Okay. Good luck pronouncing this, Jacob. All right. Here we go. Uh, Katara, the only waterbender of the Southern Water Tribe. Real. Zuko, the banished prince of the Fire Nation. Real. Azula, the psych- the psychopathic princess of the Fire Nation. Okay, I'm holding out of that one. Okay, so you've said one and two are real, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. So maybe not, three. Not a, yeah, maybe three. It's not okay. Conversation. Kaja, the ferryman who assists in the battle of Ba Sing Si. Okay, that sounds boring. So that's probably true. <laughs> uh, Suki. Leader of an elite all-female group of island warriors. That's one. Okay. That's, so that's a fake fakes. one. That's uh, a fake one for sure. So uh, five. Yeah. Toph, the blind earth-bending master. Okay. I, I think that's real. Jet, uh, leader of a band of kids who steal stuff from Fire Nation settlements. Hmm. That's a maybe for me. Okay. Okay. Number eight, Toshi. The young man forced to lead troops in burning down fields of crops under orders from the Fire Lord. That's real. And Boomy, the crazy but lovable king of Omashu. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Hold on, hold on. Matt has his... Matt has... uh, He said five for sure. Five for sure. And then what was my debatable ones? Uh, Three and seven, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I'll go with three. Okay, three three and five. Three and five. Yeah. And Matt and uh, Paul, uh, I think this is a trick question. I think they're all legit. Ooh! Oh, I would hate that. That's true. Uh, the answers are four and eight. Oh. Okay, eight was not okay. Kaja the ferryman. Kaja the ferryman. and uh, Toshi the uh, field arsonist. They are completely made up. Okay. Thanks Good for reading job. my Jack vs. Nerd, guys. I love the show and eagerly await it every week as a Way teaser. Way to make me look like an asshole. I may write in a scoop mail about the time I almost got caught selling fake parking stickers and hall passes at my high school. 
fucking you in the face. Straw hat scoop. Bonus points for Paul if he knows from what franchise my scoop name is derived. Uh, Straw hat scoop. Probably from um, One Piece. One Piece? My favorite anime. One love. I don't like One Piece, but there you go. It's It's, huge. It's good that Paul got bonus points because he didn't get any of the questions right. Thanks, fuckstick. All right. Boy, Matt that, has to go. That ends, go. that ends an impressive streak for Matt. I Matt's know. been doing really well on he the has. on the chalk questions. Well, I screwed the pooch on that, but uh, I love Avatar. It's a great series. Toph is really great. So She's Matt's cool character. Matt has to head out and do a little uh, do do a real person work in the morning. So uh, Paul and I are going to do a little uh, little more catch up scoop mail. Yeah, fan fucking tastic. Here it comes in your face. Damn. Paul, this one comes from uh, January 14th, 2015. We're almost in now. I was about to say December 14th, 2015, but that is just not it at all. It's not happening yet. Uh, I, was about to, I, I was hoping to ask your advice on two separate topics, both of which I think you guys have experience with. Help a brother out. Here we go. How does one go about landing a performance gig if said gig does not yet exist? I'll explain. I'm a magician and have been for years. While I've done the occasional paid show, for the most part, it's just a hobby and I'm very that I'm very passionate about. Lately, I've had the bug to transition my skills to a regular paid environment. I think that the venue that would be most suited to my style, style would be that of a table-side magician in a restaurant. You know the deal. While you're waiting for your meal, I would come up and perform five minutes table-side before moving on to the next group. I know many magicians have found success this way. I'm not looking to make this my sole income or anything, just once a week kind of thing. The problem is, this isn't usually the kind of position restaurants seek seek out people to fill. I will have to go find some place that wasn't thinking of hiring anyone and convince them to create a spot for me. Any advice on how to go about doing this? Have you guys ever had to convince an employer to create a job just for you to fill? So that's that's his first part of the question. He has a, a second part of the question too. I your, admire uh, your entrepreneurial spirit. Yep. I would say that that kind of a gig could find a home on a cruise ship. Sure. I would start looking maybe for companies who do dinner shows on cruise ships and maybe uh, see if you could uh, get a demo tape to them. Mm-hmm. And express your interest in becoming part of their ensemble and see if there might be a space for you to maybe even do some pre-show or uh, intermission type uh, slide of hand, table to table. I think you could find a spot on a cruise ship to start to build up the resume, to build up some connections. Not a bad idea. Uh, it's, it's tougher to do it at a local spot because it just is. See, and to me, I would go at it from a local spot point of view. I would go to a local spot and offer to do it for free. Well, sure, if you, but I think he wants a job. Well, no, he does want a job, but well, I would offer, a, I would offer to, to do it as a tryout for free. Okay, yeah, uh, and see uh, see if they like it. See, uh, and, and you make them like you. Not a bad make idea. Them, make them want you to be around. Offer some of your time and see if it pays off. I mean, all of us artists have to do a little of that. Sure, uh, especially early on. There comes a point where. You know, and again, there's that big argument of you know, none of us are in this for exposure, per se, right. and what that kind of thing. But, exposure is not a payment, right? But uh, but when you're starting off fresh, um, you do have to make some sacrifices. So yeah, yeah. Help. What am I saying? You're always going to be making sacrifices oh, as yeah. an artist. This is the life. This is the life. It is a glorious compromising wheel of crazy. 
And uh, as for the question, have you guys ever had to convince an employer to create a job just for you to fill the job I currently occupy at Absinthe? I uh, I had them create made for that. me. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, he has a, a follow-up question as well. My wife and I live in the suburbs of New York City in Westchester County. Our new county slogan is "Why aren't you richer?" Recently, it recently replaced the long-standing "Not an investment maker, eat shit." In all seriousness, the cost of living around here is astronomical, and the job opportunities don't compensate for it. My wife has been making the argument that we should move somewhere cheaper, like Florida, or why the hell not, Vegas. I've been resistant. My biggest hurdle is that the vast majority of our family lives in a 10-minute radius around our current home. I'm having a real hard time wrapping my head around moving away from my folks, siblings, and so on. I know you guys both moved far away from your respective homes to pursue the life you wanted. Was it hard? How do you go about doing it? Advice. Thanks so much. Your podcasts are really a highlight of every week and have turned my commute from a grind into something I actually look forward to. Can't wait to make it out to the Bucket Show one of these days. Keep it up. Pensively fucking you in the face. And that's from Scoops. I did it again. Thanks, Scoops. I did it again. Good name. It's a really great one. Um, I would say... You know, yeah, you just kind of got to rip that Band-Aid off. I even had a little bit of a tough time leaving home at first. It's hard. But you've got a wife. You've got a family situation that sounds pretty good. You know, that's a that's a hard call to make. Yeah. And uh, I, I, my only advice is you can always go back. I mean, to put it very bluntly and kind of maybe even insensitively... It kind of comes down to what's more important to you, and I think that's okay. I mean, it, yeah, it, like it, it's okay to say my family, you know, being close to my extended yeah, family is more important to me really than want. doing this. You know, I want to be closer to them, and nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And there's a lot of advantages to that. Absolutely. If you have kids, you have free babysitters. That's a huge thing. It makes all the difference in the world. Do you have kids? I mean, he's already got a wife and it's settled. I didn't have any family when I moved. It was just loner Paul doing his thing and uh, still was for a long time. You know, I still no kids for me, so I can't speak to that. And I don't know if you have kids. It doesn't sound like it yet. But um, I don't know. That's something we got to figure out. Now, the fact that you are near the New York market. That's a market. You can go and do your proposed stuff in a lot of places. You're going to have a lot of places to try and ply your wilds. But his problem is that's an expensive market. Yeah. Yeah. It's an expensive market to be in. Hey, man. There's a reason I've stayed in Vegas as long as I have. Yeah. It's wonderfully affordable. Even when times are tough, I can squeak by. Yeah. And times have been fucking tough. I mean, 2008 was awful yeah. for me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, uh, but then at that same point, I didn't have family here to fall back on either. So. Yeah. so, there you go. I hope that helps, and I hope we're not too late. hope we're not too late telling you that, which we are. Probably way too late. Yeah. It's already done. He's like, oh, fuck, I moved. He's already moved to, like, Damn Pennsylvania. Damn it, no. Why did I move? From the 14th of January, 2015, Dear Scoop Overlords, in episode 88, Matt had told me what to say to Kurt Bronnler when I saw him. Kay buckles the uh, Kentucky Brown Horse and uh, my horse needs a drink. As soon as I told him my horse needs a drink, he lit up immediately and said, From Matt Donnelly? Then he asked me how I knew Matt Donnelly, to which I told him uh, I didn't. 
but uh, told him all about ICS. He excited me. He excitedly asked me if uh, you had talked about my horse needs a drink on the podcast, and I told him you hadn't. But it mentioned this. Do, do, do we need to have Matt here for this one? I think so. We might need to. Let's put that one. Put a, put a big we're M gonna, next to that. We're we're just gonna keep on rolling past that one. That's great though. Yes. Uh, from January fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Hey, Paul, Matt, and the ever handsome Jacob. I know I'm buttering up Jacob here. It's because he's about to turn on me pretty fast in just a moment here. <laughs> All right, then. Wow. Uh, just wanted to drop a line and a quick uh, Jock versus Nerd question for each of you. Great. I've had scoop mail on air before, and as a result, I grin like an idiot whenever Jihadi Improv comes up. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. It was my mail on trigger warnings that started the whole bit, so it has a special place in my heart. Again, sorry, Jacob. You know, I have a I have an admission to make about Jihadi Improv about that about that episode. I went back just uh, just about three days ago, as you and I are sitting here, and listened to the Jihadi Improv episode because someone asked me about it uh, just in in person. Asked me about that episode. Yeah. And uh, so on my way home from when I saw this person, I pulled that up on my phone and listened to that episode. It's my fault. You did it. That whole episode is my fault. <laughs> Someone said something about Jihadi Improv in passing, and I laughed about it and repeated it. I said, I said something like, oh, Jihadi Improv, that's funny. And then I went to continue, and I forget which of you, which I forget oh, which one of you fuckers. I think it was you, though. I would say probably me. <laughs> picked up the ball and ran with Jihadi Improv. As soon as I smell blood in the water, dude. But it was only because <laughs> I said, said yeah. something. Mm-hmm. If if I hadn't said, if you let it go, if, if I hadn't acknowledged, oh, that's funny. Like, oh, that's something. There's something there. Yeah, it yeah. never would have happened. I was listening to it and I was horrified. I almost had to pull over. <laughs> it's like it's my fault. Yeah, it's all my fault. You suddenly realized you are your own butterfly effect. Oh, <laughs> I strangled myself in the womb. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, as I said, Jock versus Nerd, I'll even list the answers below. That, for whatever reason, that just made me think of the Venture Brothers. For those of you who don't know, I love and say go watch the Venture Brothers. If you are watching Rick and Morty right now and you're like, yeah, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, and you haven't seen the Venture Brothers, go watch the fucking Venture Brothers right now. I love Good. Rick and Morty too. Venture Brothers. A boom. Go do it. Yeah, Venture Brothers. We're going to do this Chuck versus Nerd because I'm it. reading this email and we're just going to do it. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, any team that wins the European Champions League, this is soccer, Paul, uh-huh. three years in a row or five times overall, wins the right to retain a full-size replica of the trophy. UEFA retains the original at all times. Uh-huh. In the Barkley Premier League, this is one. Uh, there is one team who has won the Champions League five times and Whoa. thus what? this honor. Name that team. Go, Paul. Uh, Arsenal. Uh, let's see. Answer, 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 answer. Where the fuck is it? Answers are below. Shit. I don't know. He doesn't have the answers. <laughs> there are no fucking... Why would you send in a question with no answers? Well, you know what, though? Didn't we have this problem a couple times on these yes. printouts? No, not on the printouts. Okay. Because I just printed out the whole... This like, was an old I didn't, problem. I didn't read any of these emails before I printed them out. I just printed them out. All right. Well, we'll just leave that one up to the fates. Whatever. Uh, there you go. We're going to say it's Arsenal. Arsenal. Good job, Paul. Thanks. 
Uh, now I'll know ah. you the only way I know how. A wrestling question. WWE has its own Hall of Fame where it's enshrined the likes of Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior, Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, amongst others. When the WWE Hall of Fame was first established in 1993, who was the first person inducted? I'm going to say Andre the Giant. You and are I'm going to say be that correct. because we've had that uh, nerd question come from someone else before. Yes. And I remember that. You're absolutely right. Ha ha! Both Paul and I were absolutely correct with our answers of Arsenal and Andre the Giant. What current political pundit? Uh, I use the term loosely, is also in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, it's got to be Trump. It is. Oh, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. If you had, if, if, There are so many ways you could have phrased that question to make me say Trump. Yeah. One of them would be, what current political pundit should be in the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame? Right. Is if there was ever a politician who you thought at any moment might hit someone with a chair? Yes, it's Donald Trump. Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> I'm actually I'm, I'm more surprised that he has not hit someone with a chair than I would be if he actually did it. The campaign is young. Oh, like any minute now, he's going to come out with his wife in a bikini. Yeah. His wife wearing a bikini and like a fur coat yeah. is going to yeah. escort him to the microphone to do a to do a debate or a speech or something. It's unbelievable. It's How has that not happened yet? I don't know. Oh, any second now. Any moment. January 15th, 2015. Hey, y'all, I want to tell you a story about a time I was so sober. No, seriously, I was so sober. You have no idea. Actually, it was five minutes ago looking at your website. I absolutely loved your podcast and was wondering if there was a way to support the show. For PSS, I can clear my cookies and buy Steve Winwood CDs on Amazon to give back. Uh, but beyond sharing the word of this fabulous podcast and recommending your Vegas show to traveling friends, is there anything you guys would love the Scoop Army to do for you? An idea, not knowing how hard this is to do, would be to add a bias a scoop button anywhere on your website. Thanks for everything you do. Fucking you in the face. Uh, yes, actually. You can go to patreon.com slash hayscoops. You sure can. And there you can contribute whatever amount you would like and get some uh, fun treats and rewards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is great. I'm glad you asked that. I love this. This was in January. And when did we start our Patreon? I think January. October? I don't know. I don't know what month it is now. September. It was September when we started. Okay. Late August, early September. I can get behind that. Yep. And it's going great. Thank it is. guys. Oh, I it's so great. I can't thank you enough. We we are so grateful for you guys putting in whatever you put in. It's just amazing. Uh, it's really it's really heartwarming and uh it truly does help us get through and uh and make this a priority, which is uh becoming tricky at times with all of our other commitments. Yeah. Uh I hope that this is the cauldron that is being stirred up and we're going through just kind of these shifty phases oh, where I mean, yeah, right? I mean, like, things are going to continue to go on the up and up. Things are still on the up and up. Yeah. It's just a very eventful time for all of us yeah. right now. What's the, what's the old Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times? Something like We're that, We're in yeah. interesting times. What you guys right now are doing, like, it, it's so, it's funny to me. It's really funny to me, and we haven't talked about this, but it's hilarious to me because you guys now are doing the schedule that I do, not not terribly often, but but fairly often you know once yeah. once every uh, about every other month i start doing the the eight to you know eight to one a.m schedule and, mm -hmm. and whatnot mm -hmm. and then when we do our show on top of that you know my day turns into like 8 a.m to 4 a.m uh -huh. because you know we we do the shows and then i have to edit them and do everything right, else right and so and, and now you guys are doing them 
and I know that it's I know it's tough, so I don't make fun. No, but at the same time, though, I just watch it like, go like, yeah, of course, yeah. guys, of course, yeah, you it's idiots. tough, isn't it? What do you think you signed up for? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I mean, a, a part of me is very, I'm, and I'm, I say that not making fun at all. No, I'm because I know that it is tough. I'm super thankful for the opportunity, and I'm excited for where it's going to go. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's 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 that getting that muscle back again. Of here yeah. we go, here we go into this this. It it really is a muscle. It absolutely is, and it's and it it requires. I'm I'm more tired this week than I have been since I can remember right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, and it's all that whole. It's just learning stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, doing normal everything else, and then on top of that, trying to memorize and right rehearse and. And the nice thing for me, and we have be. we have talked about this on the show before. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm looking forward to that so much. It's. It's extraordinary. Yeah. I did it today. It's extraordinary. We have talked about it on the show before. It is different for me. It's very uh, obviously it's different for me than it is for you guys. Uh, because when I have to do my long days, for the most part, I don't have to be creative. I don't have to go in and be creative. Mm-hmm. Now I have to I have to solve problems, I have to do all of that kind of thing. But it is just kind of in my wheelhouse and it's just I go in. I look at something. I say, "This is right. Let's do it." Or this is wrong. We got to come up with some other way to do it. You have an it's, A it's to much B to more C. cut and dry. You have an A to B to C path, right? Because at the end of the day, if it doesn't sound right, I know it. And there, there and is there, are there direct, is a definite clear steps there, to take. There, there may not be an absolutely right, or there, there, there might not be an option that is absolutely right. But there are plenty of options that are absolutely nope. That's wrong. We're not doing that. Right. Yeah. So it is it, the the tiredness factor certainly is uh, is different for me. Yeah, the cre- getting yeah having to having to wake up and you know work on very little sleep and you know memorize lines and memorize blocking and do all that kind of stuff. That's a whole different that's a whole different animal. Yep. Uh, from the sixteenth of January, moved up a day. Holy smokes! Dear Matt and Paul, and an extra side of Jacob. I work an office job and you bastards made me laugh so hard the other day when talking about shameful fatty moments that I tried to cover up a burst of laughter which led to tears and a coughing fit. I had to drop my headphones and rush out of the office as casually as possible so that I could laugh into the open air without having to explain myself. Kudos, you guys are scooptacular. I have a slight Italian air show story for you. All right, here we go. All right. I was very busy over the summer going to school and working two jobs, so any chance I got to relax had to be special. I finally got an evening off uh, that I did not need to uh, wake up early the next morning, so I decided to go to an overnight camping trip with my girlfriend and some close friends to a canyon nearby. This area is a traditional party spot for all the local high school kids and various hicks that roam free. However, there is hicks that roam free. It is close to home, secluded, and a pretty spot to relax and avoid thinking about a busy life. Free roaming hicks, yo. You know, you you do it. You have free roaming hicks in places. Mm, you gotta have them. They show up in the strangest spots. Well, they keep the they keep the ground fertilized, so you can mm. you can turn it over and have new crops the next year. It's as long great. as they're free range hicks. Yeah, you gotta have them. Uh, I was really looking forward to it. Uh, uh, to it as this is a place. I used to go to a lot when I was a kid growing up. When we got down there, it was difficult to find an open spot to set up camp. 
I decided to go off the main road to find a more oh, secluded spot by man, the river. Man, these, this never goes well. When I found an area that looked promising, I hopped out of my truck to see if it would work as a camping spot. It was a bit too close to the dirt road and too far from the river, so I decided to hop back into my truck and continue on to find a new spot. Then I hear my friend say, hey, look, someone dropped an android out there. <gasps> oh, no. Looking out the window, I see my phone, which apparently has just fallen out of my pocket and miraculously landed right by the truck tire. Wait, now, here's the thing. For a second there, I thought he saw a body. Oh. Oh, I was always on phone. See, I'm I'm yep. such a nerd. That is a different thought process. My, my thought is, look, that could, that could be Commander Data over there. <laughs> All crumpled on the ground. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Okay, so. Uh, yep. I just crushed my brand new phone with <gasps> my uh, with my dad's one ton diesel. Oh shit! To make matters worth worse, we drove for another half hour looking for a spot before I finally decided that we would have to just go back and just deal with the spot in which my phone was crushed. So fine, whatever. We had a fire, beers, and good times set for the rest of the night, and I could always spend a few hours arguing with an insurance call center about getting a new phone. All was going well. I drank my drink and was having a wonderful time until about 1 a.m. when we were sitting by the fire. My girlfriend stops our conversation and asks, what was that? <sighs> I hear the echo of gunshots bouncing off the, the wall of the canyon in the distance. I tell my girlfriend it's fine and normal as Hicks, uh, where I live, like to partake in a shitty activity called spotlighting where they hunt animals at night. Yeah. It was odd, but I figured it was really no cause for alarm, or so I thought. Oh, boy. That is a thing. That's dangerous. Yeah. That's scary. About 15 minutes later, we hear a truck driving up the main main road about 20 yards away above us as we were down a few feet near the river. Out of nowhere, gunshots start ringing out over our heads and hitting the canyon wall on the other side of the river. Eek. The truck was shooting blindly into the night at slash above us. <sighs> I grabbed my girlfriend and bolted for an embankment to hide behind. It gets worse... And really cartoony. As the truck passes us firing, I hear someone shout, Get your heads down, kids! And a separate set of louder gunshots ringing off nearby. Everything goes quiet. Shortly after, I hear a gruff voice shout, Are you kids okay? As a giant older gentleman carrying, I kid you not, a ball and powder six-shooter walks into our camp. He exclaimed, I am pretty sure I shot their window out as they drove off. I'm going to go reload just in case they come back. What? So this this guy ran the other people away that were just going crazy and shooting at stuff? I guess. Wow. At this point, the only thing I can think is, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? You may think, call the police, right? Well, my phone was crushed, and I had been drinking way too much to confidently drive out, so we just got into my tent and tried to go to sleep. Emphasis on tried. Would the people come back thinking we shot at them? Who knows? We had no pleasant options. Though I will admit that the armed neighbor near us, who I later found out was a Vietnam vet, based on his license plate, made me feel safer, as I am sure he stayed up keeping watch. Uh, who knows what happened, but the next day, I couldn't help but laugh at the calamity. All I wanted was to chill out, but instead, I lost my phone and experienced terror. I was, it was odd, because uh, nothing had ever been that crazy down there in the tons of times I had been previously, 
Damn drunks ruining my one night to finally relax by the river. Thanks for an awesome show. I hope that qualifies as an Italian air show. Sitting on your faces because figgity fuck England. Superman or Scooperman. I'd say that qualifies as an Italian air show. Yeah, had a nice Going a nice off to evening have your nice planned. evening, and then your phone gets run over, and then you get shot at. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's pretty awful. Yeah. There you go. Italian air show certified. Certified, bitches. <laughs> certified. <laughs> uh, we want to thank uh, Penn Gillette we for sure creating do. this whole fucking podcast. Man, do we ever. We also want to say... Uh, yes, Christian Gray? That... Peter McDougal, allegedly, Dougals himself at night. Phil Tomlinson likes to fill his Tomlinson at night. Pickles, I don't even need to say anything, allegedly. Pickles is a, a badass drummer. Rebecca, allegedly, is a haunted doll. Rich Johnson is a gold-plated dick. Rikov Ivan, I must break you. R.J. Owens. He owens me some money, allegedly. Roger Edge is cousins to Whiskey Foxtrot. Roger Edge, Delta over Whiskey Foxtrot. (laughs) Matt Storm, allegedly, is the name of the window that I have that I only open during the summer. It has a good bug screen on it. It's a storm window. I call it Matt. You need to have a good storm window. Malia. Allegedly, was the first idea for Elton John's song, Nikita. But then he changed it to Nikita. Michael. Allegedly, he rode his boat ashore. (laughs) Michael Calder. If it gets any hotter, call Michael Calder. Mike wins. Mike wins and you lose. It's true. Parfait hate machine. Allegedly. That's going to be on the McDonald's menu. Patrick Webb is, in fact, a spider. And Peter Hines, he Hines is Peter. He keisters it, allegedly. Man, I'm getting some of these again. And yeah. I'm like, I'm trying my best not to double up on not to repeat it. puns and goofies. I'm sure I've doubled up on a few. Yeah. I'm trying to stay original, Scoops. I'm trying. Thank you for continuing to Patreon. I'm, I'm, we're going to keep with the allegedly's. We might switch it up to something even more. Yeah. And if you want to uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, which uh, we hope you do, it's uh, patreon.com slash Hayscoops. We're Hayscoops everywhere. You find us uh, on Twitter at Hayscoops, on the, probably on the Tumblr. And the and our, check out our Hayscoops Reddit. Our, uh, our Hayscoops Reddit is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out on Facebook at uh, slash Hayscoops. And uh, hayscoops.com, that tells you everything about us. And if you want to send in a scoop mail, which we'll get to hopefully less than a year from now, uh, please send that at uh, hayscoops.com. I also want to thank Michael Hopfinsperger, uh, Michael Jones, Michael Short, Mijo Wilson, Minty Scoop, Nathan Ray, Nicholas Hall, Nick Farr, Nicole, uh, Rachel, Ramus Nelson, Rich, Richard Bruins, and Richard Hall. Thank you, guys. And uh, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Scoops. Find us out there. Thank you to our visual mafia. Thank you yes. to our audio mafia. Yes. Don't you have someone you want to thank, Paul? I think your name starts with an S. You haven't thanked her lately. I'd like to thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
be subscribing. Uh, make sure to uh, leave us uh, some uh, some reviews out there on iTunes. Leave us a leave us a nice five star review. Guys, thanks so much for our five star reviews out there. Oh, it's so nice. Uh, if you don't want to leave us a five star review, then uh, make sure to look us up. We are some other podcast. Is, is it? This is a bank show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's getting close to the end of the time of the holidays. Yes. Where you can still order Christmas puss. Get on ordering Christmas puss. This is going to come out in time to order Christmas puss. All right, great. Please, if you're interested, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much to everyone who already has. Yes. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it, of course, at popgoestheicon.com. Order a copy of Christmas puss today for someone you care about. And if you stay listening uh, past the uh, the outro music on this episode, you're going to hear Paul do some songs for some special scoops out there for some Patreons. Right. So get ready. If you're down for my songs, they're coming later. Hells yeah. Word. Take it away, Dippin' Dots Jack. We'll see you soon. Just a few more days till Chris Bosch, everybody. Merry Chris Bosch, everyone. Dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> uh, so here we are. Uh, we're going to do some uh, some scoop songs. Scoop songs. Scoop songs, baby. Courtesy of your Patreon pledges. Patreon. Thank you all so much for donating. Love the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, first and foremost, for just listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's awesome. We love you. Uh, we got one here from Sean Katz. Mm. Topic, Tim Gunn and Corey the Camel on a visit together to Jurassic Park. Mm. Dedicated to the global fighters for the rights of all prehistoric beasts. <laughs> Extinct lives matter, y'all. Okay. I don't know. I guess these Jeeps just drive themselves. I'll make it work. No, that's what I'm saying, Tim. I don't have to make it work. It drives itself. Oh. Here we go. Into a prehistoric wonderland. Here we go. Riding with my camel. Hand in hand. The T-Rex can creep on us at any time. Mm. Velociraptors and those spitty things could jump out from behind. Onto my behind, make it work. Jurassic Park shows us what could have been. If that asteroid had not done the dinosaurs in, but it did. Too bad. I feel so paleolithic. Your camel cock inside me is terrific. 
Let's park. And I'll let Jurassic me <laughs> take a stroll down my chocolate runway. Ah, uh, make it work. I'm making it work, Tim. Make it work, Corey. <laughs> Jurassic me. <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> not fair not fair life jacob yep so not fair the life thing just oh full of unfair that's true just head to toe it's just true and that's on the list uh we got one from howard jackson topic a jock and nerd fall in love but society tries to keep them apart like in west side story romeo and what's his name yeah. and a million other stories yeah and uh, this dedication is to uh, no one. It's my song, damn it. I saw him. At the Buffalo Wild Wings He was watching the game intently Doing all of those jockey things I saw him Staring at me While eating my wings He looked so nerdy something about his city face that made me want to run leave the place and take him with me on a grand adventure around the world I leapt into the jock's arms and he scooped me up and ran me out into his truck and we started to drive without a care I felt like a giddy schoolgirl. Together we find Nerd and Jack Love Nerd and Jack Love Even though nobody wants to see it We are going to strive to learn to be it Nerd and Jack Love Nerd and Jack Love Even though that world wants us unhappy We give the planet a big face slappy Bravo. Man, bravo for I, keeping up with that fucking tune. I had forgotten about how complicated that music is. Damn. That's West Side Story. Woof. That's America? Yeah. I hear it now, but jinkies. Fucking Sondheim, I man. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Well, he was talking about West Side Story, so I was like, oh, I'll do a little West Side Story action here. And i just forgotten how really tough that song Should is. Should come at me with Maria. Yeah. Uh, Gregory has one. Mm-hmm. Topic, I want to have your babies. Character, Vampire Bill Cosby dedication. Uh, sorry, Vampire Bill Cosby dedication, Joe Litz in the Navy. So uh, this is going to be uh, Vampire Bill Cosby singing a song called I Want to Have Your Babies. Shout out to Joe Litz. Here we go. I was a star on television. 
where I played an obstetrician. And I would love to flip the tables. If my urethra was only able I wanted to have your baby That's what I want to do mm -hmm. I want to have another Smaller version of you That's what I'd like to see A little one I'd like to have it crawl on the ground Scootin' and the scoochin' and the rollin' around I'd like to have your baby Would you let me? Would you let me? I'll even roofie myself So you can do the deed Go ahead, I'll be knocked out in a minute Fill me with your seed to Zupazookazine And a couple of months Out comes a sweet little kid And the whole world will be amazed When they see what Cosby finally did I wanna have your baby I wanna have your baby well, I don't let me just have the baby. Claire, the baby. <laughs> uh, Sean McKinney writes, he would like to hear an, a, topic, uh, the, a song with the topic of industrial organizational psychology. I.O. for short. Uh, wife has a PhD in this. Style Albert Einstein and a dedication going out to Dr. Nene. Yeah, there's a lot of things to organize in the brain, behind the eyes. Psychology, get it together. Let that stormy weather that's going on inside of your brain calm down. Let it pour out the rain and then sun comes shining through and you get a little more clarity for me and you. Organizational psychology. It's not so simple, it's not that easy. Every now and then you gotta do a little bit of house cleaning To make sure that your sound thinking is gleaming You got the downs, you got the super sads Let me give you a case of the glads Organize all of your thoughts and then the things that you think will be better than they was Make sure that you're very clear and straightforward When you're thinking of a goal and what you want to get done in your life Clear it out, organize it, no more strife. Make sure your organized psychology. I want you organized psychology. Word to your mother, relativity. Word to your father, relativity. It's all relative to me. Organized psychology. Organizational psychology. That's the O psychology, y'all. Uh. Yo, we out. Equal MC squared, yo. Uh, we got one here from Erica Katlovich. 
Mm-hmm. Topic, you're my favorite loser. Mm. Dedication, dedication to my BFF, K. All right. This is going out to K. Once upon a time, you thought you weren't a loser. But that's not true. You're a fucking loser. You thought you were a winner at heart. But you're a stupid loser. You're not really smart, it's true. So true. What's the last thing that you've won? You can't even name a single successful thing you've done. What the fuck have you done? I guess it'd be different if you ever did win, but you never do. Don't even begin. It's too bad, but you are my friend, I guess. You're full of shit. Oh, you're my favorite loser. Whoa, you're my favorite loser. Suck out another beer, you stupid dumb boozer. Whoa, you're my favorite loser. Loser. <laughs> you're my favorite loser. <laughs> Paul, you're my favorite loser. Aw. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah.